Koinonia Christian Fellowship, communion with God and with fellow Christians. Koinonia, an association of people who share common beliefs and activities. This is Koinonia. This is community. I am Tom Brown, and well, I'm actually your host today, so that makes it easy. Although I do have two other hosts in the studio. Billy, what are you why would you be so far away from the microphone? I thought I might have to cough. <laughs> and Lance. <clears throat> well, Hi, Tom. And the real reason we're here today, oh. Elisa, Revelation Wellness. How long has it been? Since when? It's been two years since, since you've been I've in been here? in here. Maybe so. Yeah. yeah. Now, when did RevWell start? 2011 it was officially announced. and that's when i started uh yeah. that summer is when i started uh, billy was one of my first that's weekly right. guests uh you were like number three mm-hmm. uh it was the i think it was uh the hellers and billy mm-hmm. and then you as yeah. far as regular weekly guests yes we rev did wells that. uh changed a bit since. oh it's exponentially grown that's why you don't see me as much <laughs> i had to get to uh yeah being real focused and can you give us a thumbnail sketch of what RevWell's done in the last three years? Well, we have currently trained uh, all close to 500 fitness, wow. faith, then fitness instructors, people that call that their their mission field. And we have just grown in program outreach. We do a lot of clean hearting, different way, online, online presence, RevWell TV, so our online workouts. We just started meeting people online as much as we could and then drawing them into community. That's great. Uh, one of the things that we talked about here, and I had originally started and then didn't uh, make it through, but, and it's what we're going to talk about today, uh, rim to rim, the Grand Canyon mm. in a day with people that most of the time have never done anything like that before, or at least not done that before. Yeah. Well, I have to say we've evolved rim to him quite a bit since even when you were training for it. We've uh, learned a lot of lessons out on that <laughs> on that canyon trail, and how to foster uh, the complete person in preparation for the training. So we have uh, the whole hour today. We've got just a couple of minutes in this segment. But the reason I have uh, Billy and Lance in mm-hmm. here, obviously, love them. They're uh, one of the many hosts now on Koinonia. Yeah. They were shepherds for you this year, right? They were amazing shepherds. That's one thing in three years, I'd say the Lord has grown the community, the influence. Just um, these two. I, I, I sat down in this chair. I'm like, I feel really safe. That's cool. Yeah. Like they're good brothers. Lance, from the very beginning, even before Revelation Wellness, he was one of the first pastors to give me the green light to mm. begin to teach at the church. And then Billy through Hope Fest. Yeah. And they just champion the mission. Uh, they champion my heart, and so they well, I, I they went out. Kind of remember Koinonia, you know, kind of hooked you guys. All up credit to Tom Brown. Just All out. credit to Tom Brown. They're trying to get you to say that without me having to prompt it. <laughs> Fish but for it. No. Really, anything good that happens in my life, I credit to you, Tom. <laughs> Uh, you know, we could talk about Hope Fest a whole hour. That's that's yes. something that's still uh, good. It's talk about still the of joy of my heart. Out there ideas Seriously. that God has just done some pretty incredible stuff. Mm-hmm. Well, uh, Billy, your your involvement with uh, the Rim to Rim, you, you do a lot of fitness stuff. Uh, you've done triathlons. What what drew you to doing Rim to Rim? Uh, my relationship with Elisa, but also the heart of Revelation Wellness. And I say this to her all the time. It's just not about physical wellness. Yeah. 
She is, I believe, kind of prophetic in her ability to break into someone's heart and soul through the awareness that we are bodies Mm -hmm. and we have a physical person, but we're more than that. So just our being together and relationships together. She'd heard I'd done the rim to rim before in my life a long time ago. And uh, so it actually, (laughs) it's a little different. Things hurt just by waking up. And so, um, (laughs) but this forced me to kind of train and then also get looped into the community that she's a part of. That's how we connected. And it's an honor and a privilege to be a part of this. Yeah, but you love being outdoors. I do. That's one thing that you said. It gives me life. Really, yeah. Um, I really prefer to be outside and in, in, in nature. I think God speaks just by being out in nature uniquely if we listen to him. So combine that with a bunch of people yeah. in a hard environment listening. who have trained together, listening intentionally, mm-hmm. going through trials. That makes it a really great environment. And that's going to be our conversation today here on Friday. This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. The... It's, I, I, I say, okay, we have to be quiet for three seconds. It's not possible. These guys can't keep it together for I three seconds. Lance's fault. Lance did it. Yeah, and, I haven't uh, been asked a question yet. Uh, well, that's what I'm getting at here. Uh, we're, we're, we've this got take the rest of the time. <laughs> it's only an hour, guys. We only have one hour. Uh, we're talking about Revelation Wellness. Lisa Keaton here is, uh, is the founder. You've heard her on before, but this is Rim to Him. This is a, uh, a one-day trek, uh, Rim to Rim, on the canyon. And the stories that I've heard over the years, people that I thought I knew really, really well, giving inspiration and revelation that they received after years of walking mm-hmm. with the Lord, you know, going up that last hour, <laughs> that last mile, uh, seeing things that they didn't know about themselves and what God uh, revealed to them. Lance, you saw Lisa and the original vision that she had for Revelation Wellness and her heart for people and getting their bodies moving. Uh, from that point all the way through to you participating with uh, Rem to Him, uh, tell us about what you've seen with Elisa and Revelation Wellness. Yeah, you know, uh, what I love so much about Elisa, which I did, I love so much about Elisa now, way more than I did originally uh, as executive pastor at Living Streams back in about 2006. I think. Uh, yeah, it was early. That yeah. is, uh, uh, I remember Elisa um, not going away. Uh, that's what. <laughs> would show up at my office time and time again and it was just funny because Mm -hmm. she was relentless of like i'm going to get this space Mm -hmm. at church (laughs) and it wasn't um abrasive it wasn't anything like that what it was is it was like wow she's not going to take no for an answer like she believes in (laughs) this tenacious yeah totally but you know i love that and and so she got her space and and then I thought, oh, you know, four or five people show up for this or whatever, <laughs> and and more and more people started showing up. And then it's been a period of a lot of years. Now you think about it, it's been 10 years. Yeah, it has been since. That was prior to, because when I first came Living Streams, 
I went, you, it's your guys' fault. I attended my first <laughs> sermon. I don't know who it was that was tea. I can't remember. Was it, but it good? It was good. Was and somebody name. got up. Remember, someone got up and said. <laughs> it was a guest speaker. <laughs> someone no, got up and said, whatever you do, do it to the glory of God and let us know. And they said that. And I'm like, I know. And that God was just planning the vision of yeah. getting mm. people moving their bodies and in that wholeness space. And so I knocked on the door and kept knocking. I do this. I do this. And yeah. I just I, I believed in it. So that was like five years prior to yeah. Revelation Wellness being a nonprofit. Oh, yeah, that's true. It was. But, you know, this is where I think all that translates is that Elisa <clears throat> has this spirit of light. The, well, the Lord has called me. <laughs> to do this. Yeah. And so this is, say no. but this is really true is that um, I think that the Lord gave you a, a gift of faith yeah. uh, to step into an area that you were not, uh, you go, well, how can I possibly go there? Mm -hmm. How can, what will this look like? And there's this gift of faith that the Lord says, no, Elisa, I'm going to move you into it. Now I'll put you on the hearts. And by the way, the pastors at Living Streams, I just think are phenomenal. Like we'd have <laughs> these meetings in our pastoral meeting and say, well, here's this woman named Elisa and hey, let's give her some space. Yeah. And, and that's really, all you needed and that's all yeah. you ever asked for is just yeah. give me some, some space, space and then we'll see what the Lord does now here's where that translate is uh, I went I was gonna go on rim to rim three years ago yep. and the Grand Canyon got closed that yeah. week yeah. And, and so we diverted to have soup pie, uh, which Billy went Billy on, that was too, on that which ended up being this phenomenal experience. Was where that three years ago? It was, yeah, yeah it was 2013. And uh, Billy and I got to baptize three people yeah. in the fall oh, and have gosh. a soup pie. Oh, it's, it was like seared in my memory. It was so great. So <laughs> I've, and my wife, Susan, has done rim to rim twice. <laughs> and, and so I've heard all about it. But this is what I would tell you when we talk about like willing, uh, the rim to rim experience was great for me this time. Um, I, I tell people, people say like, how did it go? And I'm like, well, it went, it was 24 miles. The uh, 21 miles was phenomenal. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> that was beautiful. And then, and then it gets real. And then, and then it gets real. And all Indian I could Gardens. think about was Billy. I, kept, I text Billy a few times because I knew he'd done rendering him. I said, I hear the hike out is, and this is a few weeks ago. I hear the hike out's pretty brutal. He goes, it's no joke, my brother. And, uh, and that's what we kept going on in my head. Three miles was, it's no joke, my brother. Like, and it wasn't. But, here's, but my legs, my inner thighs, uh, not to get too much information on this, were, were seriously freezing up on that last three miles. And so when we talk about the will, this is what I would tell you is, um, I knew it wasn't an option not to come out of the canyon. Right. There's right. a sign that actually says it's your option to go into the cabinet canyon. It's not uh -huh. an option not to come out. Yeah, right. It's so true. like you have to come out, and that's all I thought about was like, well, I can't stay here, <laughs> so I have to get out. And how we can do it? And honestly, I would just tell you, it's just by the grace of God. I mean, for sure, like the Holy Spirit just said, no, you're going to make it. You're yeah. going to live. Possibly. You're going to live. And if you don't, Mostly. you know, I'll see you soon. And, uh, but, but I really. You're not helping me I, sell this I, very I, much. No, no, but here's what I would say is this. I think it's such a, a, a picture of Elisa's tenacious, loving, kind mm -hmm. spirit that lives in her. It's Christ in her and how she. Um, takes people and and encourages them to go places that they haven't gone before. Yeah. Ultimately, I would tell you that's where I see this in Revelation Wellness is Elisa will lovingly, kindly, um, motivatingly, um, <laughs> encouraging and kick your buttly. Yes. Um, kick your buttly. Get you across the canyon or in other areas too. And so I just feel so blessed to be a part of this with her. I don't have the uh, schedule available <laughs> to do it now, but I remember the very first time I came to uh, Revwell mm -hmm. there at Living Streams mm -hmm. on a Monday morning. 
That was a bit of an eye opener. <laughs> you know, I was I wasn't in horrible shape. I mean, I could actually get up and down off the couch pretty reliably. Oh, it's funny. And uh, you know, I said, "Okay, that was a great workout." And she goes, "That was a warm up." <laughs> warm up. Yeah. But it, you've been a person of faith a long time. What did you learn about your relationship with uh, God mm-hmm. coming out, Lance? Or going in for that. Yeah. Maybe, I don't know where. Yeah, you know, what's interesting about that is my wife, Susan, um, she had written the first intention, which is a time where you stop mm-hmm. and you have like a, a little devotional, so to speak, mm-hmm. with the whole group. And she had written it for the group, even though she wasn't on this trip. And what I was thinking when um, Sean, who's one of our other shepherds, uh, was reading it, I was thinking, oh, this is my wife who's done this twice. And she kept telling me, she said, the Lord's going to speak to you, Lance, in some way that's going to be really profound and really cool. And I'm, I'm looking forward to hearing it. And so the pressure was on to come back with something really good. <laughs> but, I, <laughs> but in reality was, is it, what, what was on my mind throughout the day is, Lord, what do you want to tell me? What yeah. do you really want to tell me? And um, one of the cool things that Elisa does and Rev Well does is they have you on the night before you write your name on one leg, Lance. And this is funny. It's so, this is such a ridiculous story. And yet I might actually cry. So if I do, hang with me on that. Um, so I have Lance written in Mark's lot on my right leg. And they, she says, write a word that the Lord's given you for the day. This is the night before when you're going across the camera. And the only word that would come to my mind is overcome. Hmm. Overcome. Overcomer. It says overcomer. Well, I was like, why in the world am I writing overcomer? Like, what do I need to overcome? I mean, a million things, but I'm thinking, Lord, what do I need to overcome? And so there's these, (laughs) I'm coming out of the canyon. So all day long, I'm thinking, Lord, what is it? What is it? And there's these three um, 20-somethings. I think they're from, like, they're from another country, maybe India or something like that. And they're coming up behind me. And my legs, this is when my thighs were freezing (laughs) up on me. And I am in pain. And I'm barely me. I'm like a snail. And these guys come, and I don't even know them at all, but my name is on my right calf, <laughs> and overcomers on my left. And here's what I hear is, come on, Lance, you're an overcomer. Yeah. As they passed me like I was standing still. And at wow. that moment, That's so at that moment, I felt so like that was Jesus in oh, so these good. young kids skin <laughs> who they don't even know me who are calling it out in me mm-hmm. and and I felt like the Lord was just telling me that um that whatever comes your way going forward yeah. you're an overcomer and I am with you yeah. and for it took until the last painful miles to get that revelation but that's cool that's amazing that's good I can't even imagine the number of stories Elisa you have we're going to share a few uh, coming up, I, I want to. I'm curious. You had done rim to rim, Billy, before uh, in the canyon. Was the first time you went with Revwell different? Oh, totally. The <laughs> first time I did it was with some buddies just to see if we could do it, <laughs> and we were not prepared. And my buddy hiked in sandals, and his mm-hmm. feet were cracking. Oh my gosh, you got to be kidding! It was awful, mm-hmm. and he gutted it out. So it was like, you know, trying to be the macho. Let's see if we can mm-hmm. do this thing, and we were not prepared, and it was really stupid. Then I did another time with some people. So I've done it, I think, three or four times. I hike the canyon by myself often, backpacks, sleep at the bottom. Mm-hmm. But like Lance was saying about with Elisa, it's not just about the canyon. Mm. What, what, what Rev Well creates, what Elisa creates, is this sense of community, mm-hmm. this sense of being. And she just has this God-given uh, skill 
to crack through the things that people don't want to talk about. Yeah. Hmm. And because their body is one of those things you don't want to talk about, mm-hmm. you're sort of forced to go there yeah. about, boy, I'm cramping or I'm scared or do I have the right nutrition? Is my pack too big? Is it way too much? So all the stuff that you think is external about the hike gets forced into the internal. And what Elisa does is she sets up five months of training, six months of training, but even the bus ride, even conversations, even devotionals are to crack into those spaces in us that we don't usually want to talk about. And that's why the hikes, that's why, you know, three years ago, the baptisms at at Supai Falls, I, I can always talk. I couldn't talk Mm. like it. That was so holy. Mm. Sorry, I'm getting emotional. That's good. It's hard to talk about. Mm. God showed up. Mm-hmm. because he'd been preparing those hearts of those three women that we baptized that year. It's, yeah. that's, it's a different environment that gets mm-hmm. set. When I first had the uh, introduction to it, you know, I was like, I, yeah, I want to do that. I want to do that. Uh, I still have the vision for yeah. making it. Uh, yeah. My body hasn't done real well this year. And the number of times that I've come to Elisa and I, it's been, I said, okay, well, I, I lost, uh, you know, what did I say this time? I said, I've lost 20, 20 pounds, pounds. This, this month. How many times have I said that to you, though? You know, a, a lot, right? Well, just, well, you don't need to count. Yeah, yeah I, I know I, you're, I, I can see yeah, you counting. No, you but it's to... true, though. I have an ability with people. I don't care how many times you told me. Yeah. I'm just that's like, exactly, that's awesome. Right. <laughs> awesome. And that's that was the point I wanted to make. Uh, you taught me when you came in, and that's one of the reasons I miss having you in every week, yeah. is how much God loves me for who I am. Mm-hmm. And he loves me enough not to let me stay there. Yeah. And I'm still moving forward. Yes, you are. I'm still moving forward. We're going to continue the conversations here. Uh, We've heard Lance's story. We've heard Billy's story. We're going to hear Elisa's story. And then we're going to hear some of the other stories. Mm -hmm. It's it's a pretty incredible time. And you're listening to Koinonia here on Faith Talk 1360 KPXQ. For questions or comments, please email Tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's Tom at faithtalk1360.com. This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. I like to move it, move it. Yeah, I like to... Move it! Yeah, we do like to move it. Uh, this uh, oh, bumper music was it. actually uh, inspired by Elisa. <laughs> and uh, it's uh, it's host privilege, the fact that I get cooler yes. bumper music than Lance or Billy get during their <laughs> uh, stints as host of Koinonia. Uh, we're talking about uh, a, a trip from one side of the Grand Canyon all the way to the other, rim to him. Elisa... Mm-hmm. When did you even think of rim to him? That was right. I mean, that's it, it's not even just about a, a trip in the canyon, but somehow you knew that it was a, going to be about him mm-hmm. from the very beginning. Yeah, I would say it was probably seven years ago, maybe eight years ago, or seven, no, eight years ago that I was invited to do rim to rim. I was early on in the ministry, kind of figuring out. I knew God had called me to this wholeness ministry and wellness and. 
I got invited to go hike the Grand Canyon. And it was by a group of people that were, uh, I would say, friends of friends. So they knew that I had a faith element, but they were more just, it was very much just a group of people from a gym going. And I I wanted to spend some time with the friend that invited me. So I thought, Mm -hmm. sure, I'll go. And it was probably about 12 people in a big charter bus. And all the way up there, everyone was planning like their time, how fast they did it last year, how fast they're going to do it this year. And I'm thinking to myself, I'm just kind of excited to see the canyon. I didn't know we had times that we were all going for. (laughs) And so it felt kind of weird, like that energy. But I was just really excited to see if I could do it. And I I barely trained for it, to be honest with you, but my fitness level was decent enough that I thought, well, we'll see what happens. And we started that hike about 5 a.m. in the morning. And as soon as we started, I remember the the people in the front just started running. And I thought, what is going on? It's dark. They got headlamps on. They just were running. <laughs> like, this is like, and I'm sitting here going, this is magical. Look, we're in our headlamps. And it felt like an adventure. But these people are just running. I'm like, I, it was really felt, I felt misplaced there. Mm-hmm. And I just went through the day, and as the sunrise comes up, as you know, in the canyon, there's, there, is, there are my two favorite moments, actually three, um, starting with the headlamps on because it feels like you're going into the unknown. An adventure. An adventure. You don't know, and you don't know what's going to happen. And then the sunrise starts to come up. Wow. And it's just... You stop, and I mean, I remember I, don't, I shouted so many times, "I love Jesus!" Like in the canyon of the North Sykes, I'm just like, "This is for us. He's doing this for us. He create." I always think of it as a playground that he created for us, he created it so that we could be in it. And um, my other favorite time is when it gets dark and the lights go down again, and there's a sense of you know, there's just a different energy to the day. But as I was going through the canyon with those people, and they're kind of running, and it just felt felt like there could be more going on, and I felt like people were missing it. It was in the middle of the canyon floor, and I took a picture of it on Instagram this year. But there's this one part of the floor, valley floor. The walls of the canyons are just eclipsing you. They're, they're real tall, and you're really small. And I was talking to the Lord, kind of processing ministry, and, and I, I looked up at this canyon wall for a minute, and the skies are super blue. And I heard him say to me, you're going to come back here, and mm. you're going to bring people and do it my way. Wow. And I had never even <laughs> done it before, but there was a compulsion in me that I think this could be really magical down here because I felt his presence and I felt like people were running by his presence or kind of missing it Mm. and so that just stuck with me and I came out of that canyon I don't know what my time was I didn't care and it was hard remember thinking how hard it was and how much I needed the Lord and it just seemed like a really ripe opportunity for people to know God in a really tangible physical soul spirit kind of way and I think I came home and I shared that with uh, Jess, Jess Heller at the time and my friend Renee and, and Susan, like some people in our local RevFit community. Mm-hmm. And I said, would you guys be interested in going back? And a few of them said yes, like 15 or 20 of us. And we did our first rim to him and we made it intentional about Jesus. And it was spectacular. It just it just did what I don't I don't even plan it. There's no plan other than we say, God. We want to meet with you here on this date. Will you meet with us? I, and I remember three years ago, literally the government shutting down, what was it, five days? Was it five, five days, days before? before? Yeah. Wow. yeah. Well, it turns out you can't call something rim to him without really it being his. Yeah. <laughs> so he tends to do these <laughs> last minute shifts and changes, and it really scared. It used to scare me a lot more, but now I'm learning. This year we had another. A shift. It was a last-minute shift. It was a, a mistake that nobody could have planned for. It's just made no sense. And my initial, once I got the phone call, I remember having no response of, 
Mm. Like no emotion because usually I would go right into fear or panic or anger or like, what? I mean, I'm just human. But this year it was nothing, just a flat line for a minute. And then I was, I was quick to go, okay, you moved, God. You've done this before, and I know you're good. So give me a second. <laughs> Let me breathe. Right. I'll catch up to you. And he did. He shifted things around to where we all had to hike on the same day together, and that just brought an element of, of community and, um, I think, relationship that we probably wouldn't have had if that shift didn't change. Yeah. All right. Stories. Who wants to start? Yeah. Uh, there's, they're just going on and on and on, I'm sure, but who wants to start? You want to start with sleeping arrangements, Billy? No. <laughs> We were told Lance was going to have his own room, and I really wish that would have happened. <laughs> Let's just leave it at that. Well, I Between his snoring oh and the gosh, other guy's no essential way. oil smells, <laughs> essential I thought I was going to get some sleep the night before okay. the hike, so essential I did it in sleep deprivised hike. Anyhow, um, <laughs> all that was true, by the way. Okay. Um, oh, yeah, yeah. I will tell. I'll tell this story. There's a lot, uh, but this is the one, I'll, and this is where I'll cry. Because this is where the God part takes over from the brain part, the body part, mm-hmm. the what you think is going to happen. I've done it a bunch. I get it. And then just something happens, and mm-hmm. this is where the God piece. So we do these intentions. Lance was talking about that, where we stop. And because of some funky arrangements, a bunch of us ended up together. And mm-hmm. we were supposed to be in groups of three or four, but we had like 15, 12 to 15 people in my group at the bridge. So we've gone to the bottom and we're going to hike across River. the bridge over the Colorado River. Yeah. We read the intention. I, um, I do a thing every time I go that I, I'm going to tell you, but I want to, you know, just so you know, if you're with me and you're hiking the canyon, we're going to do this. Yes. I tell the people in my group, I said, pick up a rock or two. And I don't tell them why yet. And then they stand there and I go, no, really, pick up a big rock Mm. or two or three. I'll tell you what it means when we get over the river. Now, the Colorado was rushing this year. It was really muddy and it was huge and loud. Yeah. So you're on a bridge and we get halfway over and my group has to get really close to me to hear because it's so loud. And I say every time and I do the same thing, I said, it would be stupid to carry this rock out of here. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's going to get real, right? It's a, you, th- you mm-hmm. think you've done it. Now it gets hard. Um, it'd be so dumb to carry any extra weight, especially this big rock or these rocks you're holding. So I want you to throw them in the river, but I also want them to represent something. Mm-hmm. What are you carrying mm. that you don't want to carry out of here anymore? Mm. Spiritually, emotionally. Mm. So... I'm crying right now telling you the story. I've cried every time I've done this. I've brought ten groups down there. So I (laughs) I barely I barely know the people in my group. I barely know the people in my group. I've Uh, met some of them just the day before on the bus ride. mm -hmm. So we take a minute, think about it. I brought three things that I throw in the river. Um, I will tell you one of them is always my kids. And I tell Mm -hmm. my kids I throw them in the river every year. (laughs) Uh, Because I do. I have to keep throwing them to Jesus. Like I don't want to carry their story anymore. But I have other rocks I won't tell you. So all that to say, we sit there for a moment and we throw rocks in. The woman in front of me, who I don't know, but she's part of our group, is bawling. And the woman behind me is bawling. Mm. And it's emotional. You know, this burden you want to give to Jesus, you throw in the Colorado River. So we start, we cross over the bridge, we walk a little bit more. Now we're going to start hiking out. And the woman in front of me turns to me and she goes, Billy, I'll tell you what my rock was if you tell me what your rock was. Oh boy. 
Oh. Yeah, it just got real real. <laughs> it got real beyond real because now I'm actually going to have to say out loud that I gave that to Jesus mm. and we're going to in front of another person. And so she and I had this amazing conversation about the things she threw in the river. Then I had to share mine. And then she got caught up to her husband. And then I partnered with the person behind me and we did the same thing again. Mm. That half hour, hour post throwing the was wow. It yeah. was you know, it's weakening. <laughs> yeah. That's the only thing I could say. It's it's weakening to the point where you go, boy, I need the Lord so much. Yeah. <laughs> I don't have an answer to this because that was hard. And then it gets physically hard. So that's how, part of how many happened. years have you been a pastor of a church? Uh, or <laughs> I've uh, been in ministry 30 years. And that was hard. Oh, you yeah. You know what I'm saying? That, that it, What I'm trying to express here is that uh, there is no... Uh, holiest answer for well, I'm so holy that uh, I'm going to go through the canyon and yeah, it, it, there, it'll be. Here's the way I would say it: religion stops working. Mm, there we go. Mm-hmm. Okay, religion isn't going to work at this point. <laughs> yeah. The only thing that's going to work right now is a personal spiritual encounter with God. Yeah. Amen. And and when that is so vulnerable, yeah. religion I can hold on to and make yeah. sense of, and it'll order my day. But when it's about the human experience and fear and brokenness and embarrassment, well, now it's now it's the God thing. Mm-hmm. And I think that's part of why these endurance, something like this works out, because everyone kind of has a plan. Everyone yeah, has right. a, a thing. This is going to work. I, I trained. It should come out this way. Uh, and then it gets real when yeah. it doesn't. Their body hurts and the messages get louder. And that's where God gets his way. Well, uh we got just enough. I, I, I'm brought, I didn't go, I haven't done the canyon yet. Yeah. And I'm using the word yet intentionally. You will. Um, but one of the first things that I experienced with you was I was doing the PF chain uh, half marathon. Yeah. And this is January of 2013. We decided, Mary and I, in 2012, we're going to do this. I had tried it three times before, never got to the start line because I got injured. Mm-hmm. Well, this time Mary said, maybe I'll do it with you. Yeah. So Mary's with me every, literally every step of the way training for this event. And I'd now met uh, Elisa and they were, she was kind of a part of cheering me on. And uh, I go to do the, uh, the uh, half marathon and my back goes out mm-hmm. on Thursday before, or no, on Friday before the Sunday. Right? Mm-hmm. I mean, when I say mm-hmm. go out, I can't get up off the floor. Yeah. But I'm not. I'm trying not to let on because I know the second that I let on how bad a pain I'm in, Mary's going to pull the plug. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, I'm not not going to start. Mm-hmm. And I literally said, if you know, they have gurneys for getting people off. You know, if I can get to the start line, they'll carry me off if it comes to that. Mm-hmm. But I was still in so much pain. But then, if you've done the the half marathon, I go through the whole thing i am not able it's i can't even think i'm in so much pain and i i round the corner as we're going into the last half mile and i don't know why she had sat there for four hours <laughs> but she was waiting along with a couple other cheering me on Rancy. and i just I, I looked like a stick figure walking trying to make it to the last but man i was just energized yeah you know making it to the end but that's what God's love for us is like. Yeah. He's there for us. It doesn't matter how long it takes. Yeah. He's right there for you. Amen. All right, so we're going to continue the conversation after I get some tissue, and we'll be back <laughs> with more on Faith Talk 1360. <laughs> Lance,
For questions or comments, please email tom at faithtalk1360.com. That's tom at faithtalk1360.com. This conversation originally aired on Koinonia, which can be heard Monday through Friday at 2 p.m. on Faith Talk 1360 in Phoenix or online at faithtalk1360.com. But if I can swim after 40 days in my mind, it's crushed by the crashing waves that be up so high that I Been a flood of tears, uh, both of joy and... Uh, Emotion. Uh, if we had a web, uh, you know, if we had a webcam here uh, oh and we gosh. could live, if, wish... we, if we could periscope the breaks, oh funny. my goodness, that's uh, funny. We'd all be fired. I, it'd either be funny or I'd be out of a job. Yeah. One of the two. I don't know, I don't know which <laughs> be would out of be. A job. Uh, powerful stories, uh, Lance. I know you have uh, both good and funny stories mm-hmm. uh, to share. Which do you want to share first? Funny or good? <laughs> okay. Um, well, you I was, said you wanted to talk about something, so yeah, stage issues. I did. You, I did. <laughs> you know, I, well, here here's what I would tell you is uh, one is kind of going back to the first when we in the first of the show we started talking about you know being outside and hiking. Mm-hmm. Uh, I've enjoyed hiking more and more every year the more I do it, and it wasn't something a few years ago. I was like, oh, I want to go out for a hike, you know, especially in the desert, but. Um, as I started to do it, what I realized is that I meet the Lord all the time. And then when people ask me, um, where's your place? Where's that spot where you really converse with the Lord? It's really clear is when I go on hikes and I go on hikes by myself a lot mm. as well as with Susan and other people. I love to go hike. I like to have meetings out and hike yeah. with, with other guys yeah. Yeah. who, you know, if we're going to meet at a Starbucks or inside an office, I was like, Let, do you like to hike? Let's just go for a hike. And we have the Seriously. best conversations yeah. ever. Like, it's amazing what opens up on the trail. So I happen to be, you know, because I'm such a rule follower. I, unlike Billy, who had 12 people apparently in his rock throwing group. <laughs> um, by the way, we did not throw rocks because um, I felt like the Rangers would disapprove of that, Billy. And I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't care. I'm totally joking. Um, I think that was fantastic. Didn't cry, but I think it was fantastic. And, uh, but I, I, on our hike down, I had like three women that were with me. That whom I didn't know. They were from out of state and out of the country, uh, one of them, mm. and just really lovely women. And we're hiking down the North Face. That sounds really cool, the North Face. And yeah. we're hiking down, and the sun's coming up. And mm. I just go, you know, I don't really know you guys I go very well. But as I was hiking behind them, I go, I've been reading your names on your right calves. And I've been <laughs> reading the word on your, on your left. left calf. And I said, and I have no idea really what those words mean yeah. because it means something to you. I said, so why don't you speak out what it really means to you? And we took this time. So it was for the next 30 minutes, the three ladies told me what their words meant on there. I said, now let's just hike and pray yeah. let's just pray like the lord's going to do something yeah. right. so i said why don't we pray for the person behind us and and so we did that and we hiked i'm telling you that next hour went by so fast mm-hmm. not that we were trying for it to go by fast but all of a sudden we had hiked so far and we just prayed and honestly i would say that's probably the highlight of my trip mm-hmm. and um, I don't know about them if that was the highlight of their trip, but here's what I can tell you is that we all really appreciate it and thought that was such a holy moment. And I think even so much more is because we didn't know each other that well. Yeah. And all of a sudden so I go, 
we are amazing friends. Yeah. And all I could think about is that's the body of Christ. Yeah. Right there is that we immediately have something so powerful in common is I don't have to know your name. Would you give me a word to pray for? And I'll just start to listen and the Lord will give me things to pray for. And we're going to get some insight in our relationship now. Honestly, my relationship with those three women is as deep as some relationships I've had with people for 20 years just mm -hmm. because you hike with someone for almost a whole day. Mm -hmm. I mean, you talk about the glory of God and you talk about what the Lord's doing in your heart. And honestly, when you start hurting together, mm -hmm. um, yeah. it's great. So that was like my good story. My my funny stories. I mean, there's other funny stories, but... <laughs> funny stories is that your inner thighs hurt. <laughs> yeah, and I need to clarify... <laughs> Six years with groups of people, I have not known one person whose inner thought an interesting concept. It is. And I want to clarify that because during our break, I, I realized that we don't really have outer thighs. And we, so well, we, yes, we do. We do? Yes. Like physical. Outer thighs, yes. Oh, okay. We I have outer thighs. Call the hip Yes, through. they're your hips. But okay, the but inner the inner thighs. thighs. So okay, so the inner thigh, but apparently I can't say groin because you guys thought that was like inappropriate. It's, yeah. On yeah. Christian it's, radio, what are you doing, man? Yeah, exactly. So somebody here's get the, thing. the beep button. So okay. So here's the thing is Billy brought up it during our break is after I could not stop hiking at the end. Like, so Renee Wooster was, was greeting me at the end. Like, there's all these people like, woo You finish the big rim to him sign. sign get yeah. your pic. I guess you get picture taken. I don't you know do. if you do or not. You but do. apparently there's camera. There is all this. It's a celebration. You stop right at the top of the mountain and they take your picture all this. And I have, <laughs> and I'm hiking. And I look at them all. I go, can't stop. And they're inner thighs were freezing up on me every time I stopped, like hurt painfully. So I'm like, I got to keep hiking. So Renee Wooster is welcoming there. And Renee's like, hey, ladies, how you doing? I go, can't stop, Renee. I go, I got to keep hiking. And she's like, okay, I'll walk with you. So now we're on flat ground. I go, man, it feels so good to be on flat ground. I go, I cannot stop those. Seriously, I got to keep going. And so Renee yells over. She goes, well, you probably need some electrolytes. I'm like, yeah, among 10 other minerals and vitamins. And <laughs> I need some new legs. And uh, so she yells over to this other lady. She's like, hey, get him like a Powerade. And so she gets a Powerade real quick and runs over to me. And I start drinking that while I'm hiking or walking. And so I keep walking, and then she goes, well, we're going to just walk to the, re to the, the hospitality, hospitality suite, room, which yeah. sounds fantastic. Yeah. And so I'm hiking, and Renee's leading me, and we're talking, and I'm like, Renee, I seriously, and then she tells me, I'm sorry to tell you this, but the hospitality suite's on the second floor. Oh, and I'm like, oh that's I'm right. Like, you mean up those stairs? <laughs> and I'm like, oh, my gosh, and I'm going up the stairs sideways. And I'm like, literally, like, oh, my gosh, I can't believe this is the final push. It really wasn't over. It's only over when you get to the hospitality suite. Sweet. Never believe what they tell you. And, and then the bus, was... you got to step up into the that bus. I know. Everyone, and, then, yeah. and then I'm sitting, and they bring a chair out to me in the hall, like a special chair in the hall that makes you like the spectacle of everyone else and and get some warm water for my feet to go in which is great put the shoes off and then this woman comes up to me who i don't know who she is and she goes hey i hear that you're cramping up and i go yeah like my inner thighs right here right and she goes would you like some essential oils and, and i i'm like yeah sure because the night before sean in our cabin had said lance i let me put some essential oils on you <laughs> It smelled so bad in our cabin. So I put these essential oils so in the bad. base, like right at the base of your neck, like right there, put it. And I go, okay, that sounds good. And he goes, it'll help you with like just your sleep tonight. Oh, well, it gosh. didn't because he was super noisy. And so anyway. You the, snored like oh. a bear. You were sound asleep. 
<laughs> so I was thing. throwing up from no. the essential oils. So smell. anyway, she brings out this rollerball essential oils, and it smells like cinnamon or something. And I go, it smells pretty good. And she goes, I said, but it's on my inner thigh. I'm having this conversation with her. And I go, so I don't know if you want your rollerball touching that. She goes, I don't really care. And I'm like, okay. And so I went in there. And I think it actually did help possibly. But I also really enjoyed the orange and guacamole. The guacamole was kind of weird, though. When I came in to check on you, your thumbs were cramping. So I thought, this man is not in good shape. My thumbs were cramping. He it couldn't hold like his phone. It felt like I had magnets on my inner palm. My thumbs kept bending inwards. Then we any- try to go to dinner. It's 45 no, degrees out. You're in shorts and a t-shirt because your body is so overheated, you couldn't cool down. I know. I felt so you good out mess. there. Oh, it's a mess. You Gosh, you mess. make it sound so horrible now. I was but going to dinner at 10 p.m. at night at a really nice restaurant in dumb. shorts. and well, I Yeah, dumb. I was not smart. <laughs> but um, the soup was really good. <laughs> um, but anyway, that's... Okay, that's, I think, enough. Okay. Enough. Oh, gosh. Sorry, that's that so good. You. No, wow. that's so good. <laughs> And I, you know, thank you, everyone. It's been a good oh, run here on Quinnia. Five years. <laughs> I, I'm oh. pretty sure that when that was it, when when we get done today, that uh, I'm going to be met at the door. Okay, that was great, Tom. See you never. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> See you never. Uh, <laughs> we got. We've got. We left. Alisa, four whole minutes to tell stories. I I'm loving these stories. This has been amazing. I don't. I can't even begin to. <clears throat> I, I I'll finish with a story that a, bo- a boy, a man, a young man in his early twenties named Andrew was saved on the trail. Wow! Saved That's on the awesome. trail, and it came down to the words on someone's calf again. He was a young man running away from home, leaving his small town in Kansas, just upset, looking for more. He came to Grand Canyon with a little water bottle and his and his converse he walked in just feeling a need to get find god and he gets down kind of past where he should be and as he's coming out he's just he's met by one of our revelation wellness instructors and she was on the hike and he asked her about her name why do you have that word trust they started talking about the gospel he starts saying i think i i think this is what god's trying to get after me and she's basically saying you're being pursued by god she shares the gospel and he says i want that so amazing I want that on well, the trail. And he knew he was being he needed to go find God. Yeah, that's how, right. How you, and wow, God is good. Yeah, that's amazing. He that, and and I have to say all that. Like I said, our little diversion in our trip had that all needed mm-hmm. to happen right. so that that life could be wow. met by Christ. We don't know. We we think we know. Right. right. You know, my favorite. What is it, uh, Bruce Almighty? Not what was the one after that? Evan Almighty. Evan, Evan Almighty. Evan Almighty. You know, when uh, the God figure says your plans. <laughs> yeah. I get the belly. La- I mean, that, I mm. get that. I see God going, mm. Tommy. Yes. Ha! Yeah. <laughs> That's funny. Yeah. yeah. Well, because he's but, immeasurably more. But I would say he doesn't let us off the hook of preparation. That's right. Truth. But because Amen. I also think being physically ready. And then God's going to do something we're not ready for. But that lets us be ready for him. And so any way that we've kind of been called by God on a mission, we mm-hmm. should prepare for it. Yeah, right. Absolutely. He's going to direct right. it to some other agenda we don't see. But it is a sense of our being prepared. And and, uh, and even that that shepherd knew how to talk to someone about mm-hmm. trust is mm-hmm. part of the preparation mm-hmm. that put that guy in. You know, mm-hmm. it, it, the Bible, when we accept Jesus, that we're not done. Right, it's there's mm-hmm. action to be had after that. You can believe, you can understand, you, but there's still the action component, right? Absolutely. I think that's the one thing that I think Revelation Wellness feels like the most heart fire I get is that. 
the word of God is active and alive and there's a response to it. And our bodies are the vehicle for the response. And even if it's just making the phone call, going to ask someone for forgiveness, my body carries out the mission of God on earth. So don't neglect it. Bring yeah. it into obedience with the father. And he's a good father and he he's not interested in performance or perfection, but just a process. We've got about 45 seconds here left, Elisa. 2017, after all this, I'm sure everybody Everyone's going to be pounding on the door. You know, what will I we do? I can't wait for well, my thighs to lock up yeah. and, and not be able to walk. Uh, but seriously, how? It, where do people go to? Yeah, revelationwellness.org under our events tab. It is almost sold out. Believe it or not, it's getting to the point now where as soon as it closed, the next bunch of 40 are, are online. But I think we might have a few spots left, so check okay. it out. So check that out. But also, I would just tell you, Tom, even though with my experience, the, it didn't take me an hour to go, I can't wait to do this again. I know. Yeah. It's like, like it's, Yeah, this isn't a deterrent. It's a motivation. Like, yeah. okay, God. Very cool. All right. Well, uh, we're going to come back and finish the program with prayer. We'll let Elisa uh, pray mm-hmm. us out here. And guys, thank you so much. So I mean, much. seriously, when I... I saw that all you guys were going. Uh, once I, I, I met the bus to get to pray for you guys before you took off. Yeah. Give everybody a hug just in case, you know, you didn't come back. I don't back. see you again. So, you know, I just <laughs> want to make sure and say hi. Uh, but I just knew that we had to get, I had to get you three in a room uh, to talk with Good microphones. Idea. So it, it was, it's been a, a joy and a pleasure. This is Koinonia. You're listening to Faith Talk 1360 KPX. For questions or comments, please email Tom at FaithTalk1360.com. That's Tom at FaithTalk1360.com. That was absolutely over the top, awesome and crazy all at the same time. We had to get them out of the room, though, so we could be serious for a few seconds here. Uh uh, Lisa, sincerely, you have been a blessing to me personally and so many people. How many uh, instructors do you have now in Revwell? Wow, what a blessing. And, and you know, 11 years, what did you think? 11 years ago? 10 years I ago? I, 11 years ago, I thought it was crazy. Yeah. 11 years ago, I thought God was crazy. I said I was reluctant to this. I didn't know if it would happen. And when we when we hear God's plan, sometimes we're going, yeah, I... It's a great plan, God. It's not mine, but right. good. Yeah. Um, and the, one of the things, I had no idea how awesome getting the three of you in the studio yeah. was going to be, but it, what a what an incredible blessing. Yeah. And I just want you to also pray for us as we head out today. Uh, it's always one of my favorite parts of the program, uh, finishing up with prayer. But you have such a heart for people. Yeah. And, 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 and helping people see themselves like God sees them. Yeah. And uh, that's the blessing you've been to me uh, as well. But let's close in prayer, shall we? Yeah. Yeah, it's my honor, God. I'm so grateful to come into agreement with your plan for your people. Lord, we know that you are... Um, you are revival, that wherever you are, your presence is found, wellness is found, hope and joy. And God, we just stand more upright. And yet we're so humbled and on our knees. And Lord, I release into 
the ears of people hearing and release the spirit of wisdom and revelation in knowledge of you, God, in the totality of you, Lord, that people would know how greatly loved they are and that love would be the motivation of their heart that would consume them and it would become a craving beyond all cravings. Any earthly craving can't even be met God, it's eclipsed by your great love for your people. I pray for that spirit of revelation and wisdom to come in all capacities of their life, from what they eat, what they drink, what they say, where they go, what they do, what they agree with, and what they don't agree with. God, we just ask for a simple gospel to come back alive in our hearts and make us well, because you're worth it. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. Alisa, thank you so much. Where can people go to find out more about Revelation Wellness? Revelationwellness.org. And you're all over Facebook, Facebook Instagram, and Instagram, all of that stuff. All right. Blessings. Thanks.